Hey, this is Pastor Nate Cook, and you're listening to Pontificating Pastors, a podcast where we lock two pastors in a room and just let them talk about anything and everything. My friend Michael Pig is a church planner in San Marcos, Texas, and I'm a traditional church pastor here in Midwest City, Oklahoma. Today on the podcast, in honor of this week being Thanksgiving week, Michael and I stop for a moment and give thanks. We talk about some of our favorite Thanksgiving traditions, as well as what it means to have a spirit of gratitude. So sit back and relax, and we hope you'll enjoy this episode of Pontificating Pastors. Hey, Michael, how are you doing this week? Doing all right, Nate. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Just got back from Branson, Missouri, from the Minister and Mates Retreat for the Oklahoma District. Oh, the Minister and Mates Retreat, huh? Yes, and I took my mate with me, and I will not say whether we made it or not, but that's the Minister (laughs) and Mates Retreat. I don't, and that's probably not the purpose of that retreat, but it sounds like a, a good time. Did you have a lot of folks turn out? Uh, Yeah, we did. We have a really good group. Uh, Part of it is because our district pays for every senior pastor. And so um, it's uh, always a good group of people. And then we took our uh, associate, Brent Green, with us. Oh, Brent. So we had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the interesting things this this time around was one of my friends, Brent Smith, he said... uh, Let's go to Cakes and Cream. He always likes to go to this place called Cakes and Cream. They serve all these desserts that are amazing, you know, like homemade apple pie and ice cream and and all these things. But when we used to go there, when I first came on the district, so I'm going on nine years this Sunday being at my church. Not this Sunday. This month. Okay. Yeah, being at my church. um, We went and there was this little kid and his name was Little E. And little E would sit and he would kind of sing along, although it was more like almost lip sync at that age. He was really young, but he was dressed up like Elvis. And in Branson, man, the people just ate him up. They loved it. He was like, you know, he might have been like nine years old at the time. Yeah. And uh, and he would shake his hips and stuff and people would just give him tips and stuff. He was just there like when we would go to Cakes and Cream. And so Brent says, let's go. Let's go see little E. And I'm like, Brent. You know, Little E has to be like in college now. <laughs> We've been doing this for like nine years. And so so we go down there and I'm thinking, there is no way that Little E is actually going to be at Cakes and Cream. I'm like, this guy, you know, he's he's got to be in college now. Well, we show up. And there's this guy who has like an Elvis looking haircut and he's, you know, he's trimmed up. He's all in shape. You know, he's, he looks like he's about 18 or 19 and there's a little PA set up in the corner. And sure enough, he starts singing Roy Orbison, Conway Twitty, Elvis, (laughs) and it's little E, only he's not little anymore. He's not little. He is actually like one of the understudies for the Elvis part uh, in one of the shows there in Branson. And so... Little E has become a little bigger E, and his name's actually Radney Pennington, so shout out to Radney. We're friends on Facebook now, and uh, (laughs) I showed him the picture we took the first time I went there, 
And then I show, and we took a picture this time. So if you go on my Facebook page, you can see little Literally. E and then almost college. He's 18, I guess now. So uh, almost college age E. <laughs> so it was awesome. Did it, it was awesome. Did he have? He's really talented. Yeah. Did he have reoccurrences yes. of that? Did he have a lot of folks come up and show him the picture? Oh yeah. When he was a kid. All right. Yeah, his mom was there, and she says oh. people always post the two together, and it's awesome. Oh, so she great. asked, she asked me to post it on Facebook. Oh, okay, so we did. Yeah, cool. so um, <laughs> he has CDs out now, and uh, oh, that's fun. he um, he's understudying for uh, Elvis there in Branson, so has gotten to perform it a couple times, cool. and he he performs at two different little shops there. One. Uh, I can't remember the name of the other one, but the, the Cakes and Cream there, he's there on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So if you're ever in Branson, <laughs> go see Radney. It was epic. We had so much fun. It was it was like, man, this guy really grew up, and and his voice is just, just sounds just like those old uh, rock and roll singers. He does a great job with it, so that's pretty neat. That's cool. Now, well, I just, so what would you do this week? I just came back from man camp. Yeah, I see your hat there. <laughs> yeah, I, it's got man camp and it's got two strips of bacon shaped like an X. That's yeah, pretty awesome. Twenty eighteen man camp. Twenty eighteen yeah. as as though we're gonna do it again. So, I guess uh, you never know. Yeah. Well, they it was a pretty good turnout. Uh, it was South Texas um, men's yes ministries uh, event and wayfinders. We took four. Awesome. And so that was that was good and. Um, it was, you know, it was called man camp. Did you do manly things? We did. We did manly things. There was bacon. I noticed at every meal. You didn't ask me to be the speaker. No. <laughs> no, we because <laughs> I I've been defined by my former pastor as metrosexual. Whatever oh, that whatever means. Oh, whatever that means. Yeah. So. I know it's not manly. Whatever it's, it is. It's not so manly. He, well, you know, some of the guys there said, "I feel like a fraud." Like one of the pastors there, <laughs> Philip already. Were you says, giving out man cards? <laughs> yes, we. You had to have your man card in order to get in and out of the the meal line. And, gotcha. Uh, and it could be revoked if you asked for things like kale. Um, but <laughs> right. See, that's that was CB's thing. Is I yeah. I told him fondue was amazing. <laughs> and he and said him and his wife no went to eat fondue when we were there, and he was like Nate. You get like one little bite and you have to cook it and then eat it. He's like, I want a steak that I can just dig into, like one bite of steak yeah. at a time. Yeah. He's like, that is not manly. Like, so he revoked my man card yeah. there. Philip, and I didn't hunt either, so you know. You know the pastor over at uh, in Lake Houston. Yeah, I know Philip. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm a charade. I'm just. <laughs> I'm a just, charade? Yeah, I'm just pretending. I'm yeah. <laughs> but a charade? Was, Do you yeah. say charade? Or I said charade? charade because it was less manly. Is charade? Ha- that. Is that like a is that like a facade yeah. and a charade it, put together? Yeah. <laughs> he is a charade. He no, he's he's a good guy, and I like him. But he was making hey. those kind of jokes the whole time because some of us were not I, sure. We had an arm wrestling contest, and we have a guy named Joe Ward, and he is the biggest. He's just a big man. And he's got a big right. manly beard, and uh, and I I arm wrestled him just for the fun of it, but he I was no contest. How'd that for go him. for you? Oh, it was it was brutal. <laughs> it was just brutal. I mean, it, it lasted all of two seconds. My guys all had their phones out, making sure that this was recorded for posterity. If you look on Facebook, you can see a picture of me trying some really hot sauce. And okay. Yeah, dip my finger on it and put it in my mouth and. 
it uh, it burned for a good thirty minutes after that. It was it was pretty rough, but we we did manly things the whole time. I you know I played disc golf so because that's what I do. There you go. And, uh, yeah. So that's considered manly no, in South Texas. I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think they just made room for us because they knew that we weren't quite you know up to par. We but, always include the other. Yeah. It was, yeah, so every arm wrestling event I've ever been at where I arm wrestled someone went about the way you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've never been accused of being super strong. No, no, <laughs> me neither. It, it was it was interesting. And, and Joe's a big, you know, gentle giant kind of guy. We, we love him. But yeah. uh, he was hesitant. And I was like, oh, you have to do this because he, he was thinking... I, you know, I don't, I didn't come here to humiliate people. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and he, it was, yeah, Joe's it was a pretty great. strong guy. It was great. It was pretty awesome. So, yeah. Anyway. Well, did you shoot a gun or anything? I mean, I, I think, did I see people were shooting guns or arrows oh, or yeah. something? Yeah. They had archery and they had skeet shooting. Um, it was, uh, it was, it was, you know, all the manly things. They even broke out a game of wiffle ball. Because somebody brought a wiffle bat and a wiffle ball, and and I was playing a round of disc golf, and I was thinking, hmm, I'd really like to play wiffle ball, which I'm sure that that wasn't a manly thought, but you know, that's what I thought. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> wiffle ball as opposed to like baseball. Well, we're so, yeah. a bunch of us were old and broken, yeah, and so it was it was you know an old man camp to some degree. But I'm right there. There, with there you. were a lot of young guys there. It was fun, and we talked we talked about you know. Uh, you know the 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 label of the camp was it's man camp because men don't retreat. You know, and, amen. And <laughs> praise the Lord. And I'm thinking the whole time, you know, after after sleeping on that uh, that hard mattress and whatnot, I'm thinking, uh, can we retreat now? Because, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was a great time. I, I need a time. spa, please. Yes, could guys. we have could we have some glamping, some glamour camping? <laughs> That's what our ladies' retreat was this year, so maybe you'd fit in better there. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Oh, no, that was last year. This year yeah. it was like the royal wedding thing. I don't know. Royalty, I don't remember. Yeah. My wife didn't get to go because she went to Six Flags. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, um, well, this week, obviously, there's, there's some little holiday coming up called Thanksgiving. And uh, I, I thought maybe we'd talk about maybe some Thanksgiving stories Thanksgiving tradition, your thoughts about Thanksgiving, because it just seems like the right thing to do on a week <laughs> where we are going to spend time with our families and eat sure. way too much food and all that stuff. Sure, sure. I, I think that uh, about the worst thing that you can that you can do, especially in our culture, um, this may not be true worldwide, but for, for North Americans, uh, for people who have access to so much, I think being an ingrate is probably one of the worst things we can do. I think that being an ingrate leaves, leads to covetousness. So ingratitude leading to covetousness, and then you can work your way back up the Ten Commandment chain there to totally ignoring God or making other idols. I think Yeah. I think that, well, that all just progresses that way. I, I always point back to the first sin in the garden was, ingratitude yeah. that they had everything they needed mm-hmm. but don't touch this one thing okay and so the one thing that they wanted was the thing they didn't have mm-hmm. so instead of being grateful for 
all the food, all this land, all the, the vegetation, the animals, everything they needed to not just survive, but also to thrive. It was like, no, we need more. Yeah. And uh, one of my pet peeves around this time of year, and my people get tired of hearing this, but is that Black Friday, well, Black Friday in general is kind of a pet peeve of mine, but but I'm not <laughs> going to be so bah humbug that I'm like, if you go Black Friday shopping, you're going to hell or anything like that. It's, but okay. But but the thing that really does get under my skin more than anything is is that now Black Friday has crept into the one day that we're supposed to pause and be thankful. It's like we can't even be thankful for 24 hours before we got to go get more stuff. And so now you know you start shopping on Thursday night, yeah, instead of waiting till even Friday morning. So yeah, yeah I. I think that uh, gratitude is something uh, Paula and I have really been trying this this time of year, and not just this time of year, but in our lives, to to learn to be more grateful and to cultivate kind of a a spirit of gratitude. and And so, I encourage my people this week to list a hundred things that you're thankful for. Yeah. And then once you get to a hundred, go for a thousand. Because <laughs> when you start trying to look for a thousand, then you're like. Okay, I'm thankful for breath. <laughs> I'm yeah. thankful uh-huh. for water. I'm Grass, thankful for things that trees. yeah, things that yeah. we often take for granted. Yeah. So uh, that whole that whole uh, shopping on Thursday night, yeah, that's kind of bothersome. Because don't people know we're supposed to either watch football or go to the movies? That's what you're supposed to be on Thursday night, right? Right. Yeah. So that's much better. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to point that out. Yeah. But. You. You just like okay. <laughs> Stop pointing at the speck in your brother's eye when you sit and watch football all day on Thursday. I feel. Can you see? Can you see that football game with that plank hanging out of your eye? So I'm, I'm really thankful for you to keep me. I'm humble. sorry. I was just. I was me being hateful, not grateful. I apologize. No. no. Yeah. No, it's all good. Yeah. I I know that I have my my weaknesses, no, and I one of them thing. is football, and and one of them is eating a lot. So. Oh yeah, it's you know it's an interesting it's an interesting holiday. I it's always funny to hear you know people get riled up about Thanksgiving isn't even a Christian holiday. It's a it's a that's something that the state came up with. We ought to be grateful all the time. Well, if you're going to be grateful all the time, the third Thursday in in November is a good time to do it too. You know. Well, so yeah, chill out. you probably wouldn't talk like that either. We ought to be grateful all the time. <laughs> yeah. Daggummit. Yeah, it just it just seems it's like me me on family vacation. You're going to have a good time. That's you know. right. <laughs> Get out of the car. We're going to be grateful whether you like it or not. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you know. Do you guys have any, any traditions that you, uh, it's just not Thanksgiving if something hasn't happened or some food hasn't been cooked or? Well, um, yeah, we, can, we do have some traditions. Mostly... You know, we have the same foods. We have the broccoli. And, if it's Shelly's family, we have broccoli and cheese casserole and that pink stuff. I don't know what the salad. We call it Sue salad because Sue was the lady who taught us how to make it. Um, but uh, <laughs> give me some of that pink stuff that, over there, pink, Clark, and some of that. My dad green calls stuff it pink too. stuff. Yeah, my dad calls it pink stuff, and Shelly's family calls it Sue salad. But um, we uh, we have you know we have to have dressing. My dad makes the dressing, um, and Shelly's family. Uh, Shelly's mom. My makes wife makes her grandmother's dressing. Yeah, that's my. I don't eat dressing, but she loves. Oh, it. Oh yeah, you have to have it, you know. And even if you, I don't like it, well, you got to have a bite, man. It's like I it's don't. like on, it's like on New Year's Day, you got to have a bite of black-eyed peas, 
You know? Nope. Shelly has <laughs> Shelly eats exactly twelve black eyed peas on on New Year's Day, one for, one each, for each month, month because she can't stand them. So she she just has one for each month. You know, to I wasn't sure if it was month or the tribes of Israel. <laughs> yeah, you know, because Shelly, this one's for this, you, <laughs> Ephraim, Dan. <laughs> That'd be awesome. No, that'd be great. Maybe this year we'll have a we'll have a black eyed pea yep. for each twelve, each and you'll 12. count them all out. Yeah, that'd be awesome. No, it's for the months. It's for the months of the year. So, but uh, mostly the tradition for me, the one that matters to me, I guess, is that at some point we all have to end up out in the front yard or backyard, as it were. Most of the time, our front yard was bigger than our backyard, um, playing uh, either game of touch pass or probably this year it'll be can jam. Uh, we've we can jam yeah, there you go as yeah. a family we've kind of fallen in love with that and we go out in the yard and play and some of the neighbors come over and we'll play can jam with us but yeah we've we've kind of wore out the grass on the side of the house in two little spots where we stand so uh, I I think that'll be a, a you know some game in the yard is a is a tradition for us there you go well we always cook similar things it's like the standard. Turkey, ham, green bean casserole. You got to have some rolls, mashed potatoes, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And then last year I decided I want to carve the turkey at the table like Clark Griswold in Christmas Vacation. I want to like stand at the table and carve it. And then I realized why nobody does that because it's super messy and gross. (laughs) Nobody wants to watch it. Yeah, there's uh, there's sounds. Eventually, you're like pulling things out by hand. Yeah, it gets nasty. Yeah, and then you got to get up underneath it to get the dark meat, which is my favorite. Yeah, flip it over, and then everybody's aware you're carving the turkey's butt. Yeah. So I will never do that again. But it was a one time deal (laughs) where I'm like, I give you. The cooked family turkey and, you know, this big moment that I built up in my mind. I am a lot lot like Clark Griswold in that respect. I build things up in my mind and it's like, oh, I can never live up to it. But uh, the other thing we do is play basketball. Oh, yeah. Good. Good. Have to play some basketball. Uh, Paula doesn't as much, but us boys, sometimes it gets a little more violent than others. But most of the time, we, we still love each I'm other. Thank, by the I'm grateful for this sprained ankle. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Um, I have a friend here, and he's uh, Greg Ham. I'll give a shout out to him. He so the, shout out to Greg Ham. So on uh, on our launch team for for Wayfinder San Marcos, uh, the first family to join us was the Hams. Yes, H A yeah the H A M M to go. I remember meeting him. Yeah, so that's awesome. You got pigs and hams. Pigs and hams, and and so we have the hams are. You guys should be sponsored by the pork council. That's right. We could. We could. (laughs) We could. Um, (laughs) Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna research that. The uh, there you go. The we have this um, uh, a turkey fryer. Like he he goes so he goes to the store the other day and he texts me and he says it was like yesterday. He texts me and he says so if I could get my hands on a turkey fryer. Do you know how to fry a turkey for Thanksgiving? I said, yeah, man, I've fried turkeys before. I just don't have a turkey fryer. He said, well, how many gallons of oil do you think we need? 
And I, so we talked about it via text. And he shows up at my house yesterday, and he brought a turkey fryer over. And we're going to fry turkeys. Sweet. So we're going to fry our turkeys this year, and everybody. Yeah. Is it one of the like barrel types? Oh yeah, it's a, it's a you. Okay. You hook it up to a bottle of propane, and you, you know, you put it far. Propane up. and propane accessories. Yes. <laughs> Bobby. Um, Thank you, Hank Hill. <laughs> yes. So. Anyway, so he showed up, and he, he man, we're going to have a good time. We're going to fry our turkeys this year, so that's going to be fun. My dad's So last coming. year... We're going to do that. Oh, go ahead. No, my dad's coming, and I called him, and I'm like, I said, Dad, I got a turkey fryer, and he said, three minutes per pound at 325. <laughs> <laughs> Don't set the yard on fire. <laughs> so. so last year, we were going to have a big dinner at... Uh, Thanksgiving dinner at the church, and I had agreed to help fry a turkey. My friend Jerry, shout out to Jerry. Jerry's an avid listener of the show. Uh, Jerry is another Texas fan, so here in Oklahoma, we hang close together. But um, he he had a turkey fryer that was one that you just plug in, and it's like an appliance, like like it's it's like a this square cube, and it will only do like up to a twelve or fourteen pound turkey, but but it will fry it without all the mess and fuss of the big barrel kind. Right. And so he had one of those, and he was going to come over to my house, and we were going to try it out. And he gets to my house, and he hands me a turkey fryer and says, Merry Christmas. So I ended up with my own turkey fryer. Cool. So we practiced on that one. And so, yes, I will be frying my turkey in our Butterball <laughs> electric turkey fryer. And it's really simple. I mean, you just got to get it up to heat. And you do the same, so many minutes per pound, and and uh, it's it's awesome. You can also do crab boils in them, which I've done. Oh yeah, and fried. so good. You can do so you can good. do frog legs, and you yeah. can do. I stuck you do it all. I stuck my lip out like Bubba from from <laughs> Gump, and I say you can you can fry you fry catfish, and you can fry catfish. gators if you wanted to. Yeah, we crawdads. We had. A, I, you can do it all. I made a long list of the things that I could fry in that thing. You could even do French fries, and there was this little side kick you could do. You know, we just went on for hours. What a great movie! Oh, what a come great on, movie! Come on, and I think that movie might have been about gratitude. Yeah, I think just you know, are you grateful for where you are in your life? Are you grateful for uh, for where where things are going? I, I just told that story of you know because I'm. I thought that movie is about drug use. Was <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't get that, but you know I didn't get that about Scooby Doo either. So you know I'm, I mean maybe maybe I just I just have... mean I just mean <clears throat> Jenny and and uh, the whole the whole thing with Jenny the poor sad saga that is Jenny's life <laughs> and Forrest's unconditional love for Jenny. Oh yeah. Well, I I just thought it was about uh, you know existing where you are. Being yourself and 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 finding a way to to appreciate all that you had experienced and and I think uh, I think that's probably where I am this season. That's what I've been talking to the congregation about on Sundays. Is you know we, we came out of Lamentations and straight into uh, right, straight into gratitude and uh, I I think that I am more ready to to listen to the Spirit, be obedient to God. And move when I'm called to move, and act when I'm called to act when I'm when I'm gra- when I'm grateful, because when I'm when I'm pouting and when I'm mad and when I'm frustrated, and and those things need to be aired um, so that we can move to gratitude. But I, I think that's what I'm always trying to get back to, 
is a place of gratitude where I can show appreciation. That that seems to be the lesson that I want my kids to learn the most, right? Like since they were yeah. little, I've been we've been teaching and harping on gratitude. You know, S- did you say thank say you? Say thanks to people. Yes. Did you say thank you? Um, you know. Yeah. And and I think the reason that we do that is because we know that gratitude makes it easier to listen to the Holy Spirit. Because if I believe that God is providing for me, if I believe that God is at work in my life, and I'm saying thank you for that as a reiteration of, of, my, of my gratitude, if I'm doing that, then I'm ready to listen because I'm trusting and I'm believing. And I'm, I'm right. you know. Yeah. And so in doing that, your, your discernment increases. And when your discernment increases, your holiness increases. Yeah, and I also if, that, if I can that, say holiness increases, I don't know. I don't know if that that's probably not the right verbiage for that. But anyway, your holiness. Well, I know you're what more you inclined mean. toward yeah. holiness. I I also think that there's just the simple. It's kind of a law of the universe almost. When when you're ungrateful or you're an ingrate, you are inwardly focused. You're turning in oh, on yeah. yourself, yeah. And, and that's where all sin really ends up leading. And then when you're when you open your hands up, you you you're able to give, but you're also able to receive. And so, being gratitude turns us outward towards others and towards what God has for us. Sure. And and so, there's definitely a a perspective change. But that's the thing Paul and I have really been focusing on is just just seeing how much uh, our perspective changes, uh, even about our ministry, about our families, about everything. When we begin to appreciate. Uh, give thanks for the things instead of looking for the one one or two things that annoy us or bother us or and so yeah it's definitely a practice that I think it has to be practiced because it our culture completely always tells us and Black Friday is the kind of the epitome of the consumer culture that says you need more you don't <laughs> have enough and and so yeah. you know you watch yeah. TV commercials and it's like you your iPhone eight is so last two years ago. You know <laughs> yeah. you need the oh, yeah. iPhone X yeah. plus cubed squared whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know the the newest latest. Yeah. And and so there's always this thing underneath the, everything we do that says you need you need you need more. You don't have enough. Even if you have a lot, it's not enough. And so um, yeah, because they're trying to make money off of you, obviously. Well, sure. I mean, it's it's detrimental to the economy if we share. Yeah, it, right. And and that or or if we live simply. Yeah. So my so when Greg shows up with this turkey fryer, I said, "Well, you're gonna keep this at your house." He said, "No, man, I'm gifting it to you. You're gonna oh, do the frying awesome. turkeys." And I just I just I'm like, "You can't go buy me a turkey fryer just so I can fry you one turkey." He said, "Oh, I imagine we're gonna we're gonna fry more than just that one turkey." And I don't know how to do this. I've never done this, so I I'm gifting it to you. I said, "So this is the community turkey fryer," and he's like, "Yeah." But if we all... That's kind of like my friend Jerry, yeah, bringing me my own so yeah, I can like, do it and share it with others. What happens if we start sharing? Man, we just, right. We might destroy our economy. We had no room for credit card debt if we start sharing. You know, we have no yeah. room for... Yeah, if we carpool, we, wouldn't, we probably wouldn't have some of the environmental issues that we're having if we learned to carpool a long time ago, you know, but... Or walk to work. Or walk to work, yeah. That's what I'm doing now. So Are you... <laughs> Well, I, oh, I yeah. walk to work yeah. every day. Yeah, I just walk into the living room. That's where my office <laughs> is. But, <you> know. <laughs> when we bought our new house, we decided to get rid of one of our cars to just free up some space in the old budget. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
So I walk to work most days. Sometimes Paulo drop me off, but if it's cold or whatever. Yeah. So um, yeah, I did something this week during the message that, you know, now now you got to live into it after you speak it out. But oh. I I was talking about how I probably never need to order Coca Cola at a restaurant, and, and I was talking about living simply and mm-hmm. being appreciative and how God's been convicting me of some of that. Or or do I ever really need a five dollar coffee? Um, like <laughs> wait a minute, hold up. Wait a minute. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So today, I, I usually on Tuesday go to Starbucks uh, because I study there. I drop Paula off, and there's one right by her thing. So today, I, I was like in this dilemma. So I don't want to just go sit in there and not buy anything because that's kind of rude. So <laughs> Yeah, you're renting so, the space with your $5 coffee. That's what you're really doing. Yeah. So I didn't buy the $5 coffee. I bought the uh, just the plain coffee, which is much cheaper. So yeah. I, I found a, a way to... To keep my conviction while yet uh, honoring their, the use of their space. Arguably, so. arguably though, the two dollars and fifteen cents that it costs for a regular cup of coffee is still too much. But oh, it's too much. But you really it's are not five dollars. Yeah, you're renting the air conditioning. You're renting the heater. Yeah. You're renting the restroom and the and the table that you're sitting at. I mean, that, there's this understanding of what's going on. I, I could do this same thing, you know, at my kitchen table, but. Right, there's, and usually I do. Mm-hmm. But there's something about being in a space where there are people moving about. There's you know friends greeting friends, people having hard conversations or loving conversations, and people sharing. You know, there's just something about being in that atmosphere. And I think coffee shops and the and the prolification. I don't know how to say the fact that there's they're popping up everywhere. Whatever that yeah. right word is for that, but they it's that. Third space of that Lynn yeah, Sweet book yeah. that you recommended to me a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I, is it is it Lynn Sweet or Wendell Berry? I, I think it's. No, Lynn you Sweet. sent me the Lynn Sweet with the Starbucks. What was oh, the, yeah. the Gospel, the gospel according, according to Starbucks? To Starbucks. Yeah. yeah, he that's where he outlines epic. The third space, yeah, yeah. experiential, yeah. participatory, image rich and connective. Yeah, we need. Which that. was my youth ministry theme after I read that book. Was it? Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. I remember that was a cool T-shirt too. By the way, yeah, because I need more t-shirts. For some people thought it looked like a Budweiser t-shirt. So I thought that's why it was cool. <laughs> we were epic. We were epically, <laughs> epically uh, self-promoting Budweiser, or not self-promoting. Well, and then promoting Budweiser. And then you did a rock opera with that group, didn't you? That was so much fun. Yeah, yeah, I did. That was fun. Yeah. Was- so. Um, as we wrap up today, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's, that's um, all right. I could talk. I was just pontificating about nothing. So, yeah, that's we're really good at that. We should start a show. <laughs> um, Go on no, and on and on. Yeah, so I I think this weekend uh, for me, there there's some things that will definitely be I'll be thankful for. I'll be really thankful that that my two boys are in the same place as us. Um, my little nephews are coming in town and they're five-year-old twins and an eight-year-old. So just immediate energy in the family. And then uh, just thankful for a, a place to be with all of them and share some time together. I'm also really thankful for you, Michael. I'm thankful well. for our friendship and uh, thankful that we started doing this. It's been a lot of fun for me. And uh, I'm, I'm really, really glad we are keeping it going. I know the last couple weeks have been a little bit difficult for us but i'm glad you um, said keeping it going because the way you were going it sounded like and this is our last podcast you know like but you, you weren't peace saying out no, <laughs> no we're gonna keep going as long as we have one listener left 
<laughs> well, maybe more than that because our wives will always listen. Yeah, to well, we need three. Anything you want to want to share? Well, Nate, I'm grateful for thing? you. I'm I'm grateful for this time that we get to spend every week on because uh, well, even if we weren't recording it and letting other people listen, we'd be having this conversation we have for years, and that means a lot to me. Um, I I'm grateful for the church. Uh, I'm grateful. Yeah. You know, I uh, I was. You know, inevitably in in uh, in church planting, you have to constantly be evaluating uh, fiscal viability and those kind of things. And um, not just church planting. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then you then you have to sustain it. You know. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it it's fun at first, and then you have to actually do the business side of things eventually, and sit down and figure figure where we're what our trajectory is and what can we do for our community and, I, and I'm grateful for a generous group of people um, not just this congregation here in San Marcos but around the world generous people who are who are willing to uh, sacrifice their privacy to be together yeah. uh, to, yeah. to share you know uh, the nitty-gritty of life together and uh, I know we don't always do it well but uh, the fact that we're trying um, is yeah. is a good thing and I, I'm grateful for that because the church has shaped who I am uh, my entire life, and that's a good thing. And it's shaping who my kids are. And I had a man. Me too. I, I'm even. I'm even going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say I'm grateful for the for our Nazarene denomination, which you know it doesn't. We don't get a lot of gratitude for that. And sometimes I know, right? Yeah, I know my other. We only church, tend to hear when people are frustrated. <laughs> yeah, my other church planting friends will be like, "Oh, I can't believe you said that," you know, because. Uh, denomination is a bad word these days, and um, but I had a man say to me this week. He said, "You know, when I look at your kids, I, I've been in a non-denominational situation, and I look at your kids, and they've got all these generation. You've got these generational friends and these families that are connected across the state of Texas because of this this Nazarene family." He said, "I man, I'm I'm envious of that, and so I just want to you know say I'm I'm grateful." For my Nazarene family and, you know, all the... Yeah, we wouldn't know each other if we were just non-denoms floating out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and so uh, so I appreciate that network that's kind of built into my life, and I appreciate uh, the encouragement. The South Texas District has been really good to me, and I just, I'm grateful for them. Obviously, grateful for my wife and kids, and uh, and my, my parents yeah. are coming. I'm, I'm glad that I get to spend some time with my family and Shelly's family in our home. In 21 years, we've only had Thanksgiving at our house twice. And uh, Yeah, it kind of gets that way, doesn't and it? And I really I really like having Thanksgiving at our house. And uh, so if you're in San Marcos and you don't have anywhere to go, you are welcome at my house. You sound like me. I, I keep <laughs> inviting people to our Thanksgiving. Yeah. And Paula's like, at some point we have to feed all these people, right? You know? <laughs> Like if they all show up, you know, um, I, you know, you're gonna be running to the store or something if there's any opens. So. Yeah, well, we're gonna go on on Wednesday night late. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. fight with everybody yeah. else. I gotta have something for Thanksgiving. Get out of my way, right? Yeah, <laughs> and the same is is true in Midwest City. I've I've been trying to invite anybody that I know that's not tied anywhere, doesn't have a place to go, because I know that's sometimes gonna be a difficult thing. Um, hanging out with the cooks might be a crazy way to spend your Thanksgiving too. Yeah, so. we'll have can jam in the yard over here. So, all right, You're welcome. And we may we may end up at the basketball court or something. Or right. I know we'll watch the Cowboys because that's just that's like a family tradition growing <laughs> up in Arlington, Fort Worth, Dallas, Fort Worth area. So, 
All right. Well, love you, man. I'll see you you next week. Enjoy your Thanksgiving with your family and friends. All right. We'll see you. Later. Bye. Hey, thanks again for listening to Pontificating Pastors. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor or any one of the other platforms. We hope you have a great week.